five, four, three, two, one. What's your favorite scary movie? Just when you thought it was safe to put on a podcast, the legend continues. Freak Out Drive-In with Jennifer Smith. My weapon is large for bodies, I'm strapped for battle. My soul is in the crossroads and highs for filling. Somewhere deep inside the spirit to rise to kill her. Hi, welcome to Freak Out Drive-In. My name is Jennifer Smith, and you're listening to the Jenny Position, and I thank you for it. So, like I said, I have a lot of freak out drive-ins to get through and to publish, so I've decided to start doing them every two weeks um, for you guys because I get a lot of requests to be on the show. So if you want to be on the show, um, hit me up at Jenny Position on Twitter and on the Facebook page. So you can get up with me if you want to request a show. So tonight, uh, I am talking to my friend Steve Bennett. He is a podcaster, and he has a really great podcast, successful one, uh, called The Sportscasters. Um, I could probably never be on his show, because he interviews, like, actual, legit um, professionals and um, celebrities and athletes and writers and so uh, the best I could do if I wanted to do a podcast with him was to invite him on one of my shows so I asked him and he picked the sixth sense which was interesting and uh, kind of a trip to revisit because it's fairly you know iconic really now and everybody has pretty much seen it so I was excited to do another M. Night movie, which I have previously done The Village with my friend Peter. So, um, that, that trend continues. We'll see who picks the next M. Night movie. But I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, like I said, tweet me at Jenny Position. Leave a, a review on Apple Podcasts or the Facebook page or wherever. I'll read reviews if I get them, if they're good, which they should be. All right. All of my rambling aside, hope you enjoy The Sixth Sense with Steve. Hi, Steve. How are you doing? Hi, Jennifer. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Uh, What are we watching tonight? So you asked me to pick out a horror movie, and I don't know shit about horror movies. Mm -hmm. So, But I remembered I did go see The Sixth Sense way back in 1999 when I was still trying to get in my wife's pants for the first time. Mm -hmm. And um, so I picked that. I haven't seen it since then, so it's new to me. I oh, know the good. kids see dead people, but I don't remember much beyond that. <laughs> well, you spoiled it in the first minute, so way to go for that. But I think most people probably already know that. Well, that's the, like, sell of the movie, isn't it? Like, I see dead people. Like, isn't that, wasn't that even in the trailer? I thought uh, that was... Fuck, I don't know. But it shouldn't have been if it was, because that's well, the whole I think... twist. Well, the twist is who the dead people are, right? Not that he sees dead people. Uh, okay. I guess that's right. I think, I'm pretty sure, like, that was a common thing that, oh, there's this movie with this kid that sees dead people. Mm-hmm. If I remember, I mean, that was, what, 20 years ago, so maybe I'm wrong, but. Oh, God, it was 20 years ago. Yeah. Ugh. Did you succeed in getting your wife's pants after watching Probably not that okay. night. I, the very first night, I know I got titty. <laughs> but that predates this. So, but um, 
I think it was until September sometime that I finally <laughs> closed the deal. She was uh, a cherry, so took a bit, you know. Oh, yeah, I bet. I bet yeah. this movie had a lot to do um, with that final outcome. Yes, I, yeah, it, she was telling me when we were walking out of the theater how what she was. <laughs> this, this, this movie will turn on a lady. There's no doubt about it. Yes. <laughs> All the Bruce Willis. Um, right, yeah. yeah. This this will. I mean, it's very, it's nothing but sexy. It is. Yeah. So this is, um, I watch, I'm watching this movie on Amazon Prime. I ordered it, rented it for $4 because it's not streaming anywhere. Just Yeah, same. Yeah. But I used iTunes, same difference, same price. And this one, it's funny that you chose it too because your part, your uh, partner on Adams Division podcast, yeah, Peter, he mm-hmm. also picked a M Night Shyamalan movie that we watched called The Village. Okay, now I've heard of that movie. I still think this is the only one I've seen by him because everyone just kept telling me his movies were shitty. Then they're right? really isn't, not. Isn't he one of these guys who movie? Everyone says his movies stink, but somehow. People have been going to see him for decades, but yet all you hear is how bad they are. I think right? people like to really hate on his stuff, but he does have some really good. Um, like, I think Signs is probably my favorite of his, which is a really good movie. Um, Unbroken, is that his movie? I bl- Unbreakable. Unbreakable, okay. Yeah. I've seen that, too. Yeah. And that might have been shortly after this. Maybe and, which is also a good movie, and Spawned sort of a little mini universe within itself of other movies. Was this his first movie? Sixth Sense? It's definitely in the beginning of the run. I feel like it probably was. I probably should look that up. I'll look it up. Dumb questions that I'm expecting to know the answer to. (laughs) Usually my guests come loaded with notes, Steve, so, you know. Well, I asked you if I should take notes, and you said no. <laughs> what am I going to say? <laughs> well, that was on you. I said, should I watch and take notes? And you said, no, it's a live watch, so I wasn't going to step yeah, on that. Uh, no, I don't blame you. But it's Okay, very... so it looks like he had a movie called Wide Awake in 1998. Mm-hmm. I don't know that So movie. I guess this is second. Second movie. Wide Awake, whatever that is. Second movie, and you get um, friggin' Bruce Willis in your movie. Right. That's, that's and who's bad. this? Who's this girl? I missed her name. She's pretty nice looking. Yeah, I've seen her yeah. in a bunch of stuff. She ain't bad. What's her name? Let's see. Nineteen ninety nine. Olivia Williams, maybe. No, that can't be her. Yeah, I think so. Was it? Okay. Yeah, well, she's right. not as hot. Not as hot as she was in 1999. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Some of these was? current pictures I'm seeing. <laughs> I always get, like, I always think back to, like, some of the first girls I beat off to, like, in the early 90s. And then I look those girls up now, and they're the same age as my mother. You know, like, <laughs> like who? I don't know, like, uh,. Uh, what's the girl from Unnecessary Roughness? The field goal kicker. That was on the cover of um, the swimsuit, uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Real pretty, dark hair, light eyes. 
Oh, uh, oh yeah. Um, fuck. You had to probably. pick some rando, honestly. Screaming it, right? Everyone's. I mean, even someone like Sharon Stone. You know, I'm sure I rubbed one out to that leg scene where she uncrosses her legs. <laughs> You got to remember the material that was available for a boy. Yeah, I mean, still, that's pretty highbrow, though. Yeah, let's see. How old is Sharon Stone? So she's born in the same year as my mom, 1958. (laughs) So I didn't realize at the time that these women were the same age as my mother, you know, and now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Does that make you feel weird? No, just, I guess, old, maybe, or they're old. They're old. Yes, I thought they were closer to age than me at the time. Was it Kathy you know, Ireland? Is that who you're talking Kathy about? Kathy Ireland, yes. That oh was exactly what I thought about. Yep. <laughs> and she's even holding up pretty well, though. I mean, she keeps it tight. Yeah, how old is she? I bet she's about that, that age, too. She's born in 63, so yeah. 63, yeah. Jeez. Oh, Bruce is about to get it on. This. We'll see. There's no um, <laughs> no tit, though, in this movie, right? There's no nudity, is there? Mm-hmm. Not that I recall. So I listened to a lot of old Howard Stern because I made this decision, I think maybe four years ago. I hated the current Howard Stern. I actually made this decision with wrestling at one Mm. point, too. Mm. I was like, why am I listening to wrestling I don't like when there's these years and years of wrestling I love? And same with Stern. So I listened to all these older episodes of Stern, and he'll bring up you know, women like maybe Olivia Williams or someone like that that was more famous 20, 30 years ago. And I go right away searching on my phone. Oh, is she ever naked in a movie? You know, did she ever do Playboy? You know, did her career fall off? And, you know, she turned to be porn or something. You know what I mean? Like, I always go deep diving for that right away. Seems like Howard would tell you that. Oh, shit. Okay. This guy broke into the house just to take a shower? He he broke in and uh, sat in there in his underwear looking very... Quiet, Anna. He's yeah. a creepy looking one. Do you yeah. know who that is? No idea. Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. Gotta get a better look. Oh, that's Donnie Wahlberg? Yeah. He's not as cut as he usually is. No, he's <laughs> very strung out looking. <laughs> right. There are no needles or prescription drugs of any kind in the house. Uh oh. That is scary. Yeah. Couldn't imagine. Oh, my God. He really looks really bad. Like, worse than I remember bad. He looks really aged the way drug users can look. And they they just look old. They did a good job with him there. The dirty underwear. Nice touch, too. Is this the one from the New Kids on the Block, or is it the brother of the New Kids on the Block? (laughs) He's New Kid. Okay. And that's the one that's always making out with Jenny McCarthy in public now? I believe so, yes. Yeah. Imagine you love the new kids on the block, like, you know, nine years earlier, and this is where your hero is now. Yeah, I, I did love new kids on the block. My wife loved them, too. She's been to a few of the shows in the last few years. You know, now they play the uh, nostalgia tours or whatever. Yeah. I never listen to shit like that, though. Well, I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> They're really patient with this guy, though, huh? Well, they're scared. I mean, like... But doesn't he seem pretty disarming at this point? I mean, he's in his underwear. And it's not like he's packing. Well, his penis does look large. (laughs) 
We will see. Yeah. I guess it's just the more of the unknown, like what the fuck's going to happen right now. You know, you're, he's obviously nuts. You don't know what he'll do. Right. That's true. I would have been disarmed, I think, at this point by him, though, because he seems just really helpless. He doesn't feel like a real threat. Would you have tackled him? Like I don't know what I would have done. Probably nothing. I probably would have done about what he did. Kept his distance. Try to talk him through. Try to reason with him. I mean, I'm not tough, so. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is probably a logical reaction. Oh, shit. Oh, man. No hesitation whatsoever. Yeah. And now he's smoking himself. Yeah. So much for the new kids reunion. Yep. One guy down. Shot in the stomach. He was just about to bang that hot chick and instead he gets shot that. Yeah. Life can turn on on a dime, you know? It's like one day you're living and then you're quarantined. Right. For the next month and there's no mania. And uh, Yeah. It's crazy. Yep. I haven't watched one since 31, but I feel bad for everyone who likes to travel to them. And yep. yeah, it's a bummer. I feel bad for all those wrestlers who count on that money that yeah, weekend. Yeah, that know, too. I know people who, mm-hmm. you know, base their years on that. Yep. Me too. So now my instant reaction is, okay, you didn't die. Right. Because they do a I top remember, jump. I remember thinking that way. Like, oh, yeah. Survived, yeah. Right, oh, yeah. It seems yeah. logical that he would survive this. I mean, a, a shot to the stomach, you're not going to do well probably for a while. But when you do the chime jump, you're like, okay, he's he's rehabbed. He's feeling better. All right. Now, I asked you off air about this kid. Did he? Is he still in the films or is he just... Haley Joel Osment. Okay, the last thing I saw Haley Joel in um, was a show called Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. Okay, yeah, I know the show. Yeah, so he was. I got bored with it, but I liked it. (laughs) It was the same season, like over and over and over and over again. Oh, they screwed up their money again. Oh Oh, God, there's a disaster. (laughs) Oh God, Richard's awkward during something that he's supposed to handle. Um, Yes, but it's finally over. So he, he was is, in that. He was in that. Okay. Um, and then recently, I was fantasy booking the show on Netflix called Tiger King, and uh, there's a character, a real person, that I would have fat uh, redneck Haley Joel Osment play um, if that were to ever be turned into a show. Yeah, I watched that the other day. Well, you watched over Tiger several King? days. Yeah, it it was too many episodes. It didn't need to be seven episodes. No, no. What well five I mean, would probably five would have been fine. Probably so, was, but there's so much fun. to get through. So I liked it. I mean, it was fine. It, it it suffered from the hype machine a little bit. Yeah, because it's just everyone's talking. It's like, oh, this has got to be the best thing, and it was. It was fine. I didn't don't. It was worthwhile. The time was worthwhile. I'm shocked and pleased to hear you say that. That makes my day, honestly, because I've been trying the, uh, to get everybody I know to watch it. I think that was the third episode was my favorite, where they really get into the, um, the uh, the missing the, the marriages and stuff. Yeah, like the um, how they all have like all these. The one guy has all these wives. The other one has all these husbands. <laughs> yes. But the husbands aren't gay, and <laughs> well, they just somehow are. Nothing cats, yeah. <laughs> 
all we ask them is, when you're watching porn, do you like the guy with the small dick or the guy right, with the big yeah. dick? And then oh, you're gay then. <laughs> you're you're gay. Uh, yeah. Pretty sure that's how that works. My wife and I were talking about that because I said I don't really like porn without dicks. Like I don't really like girl on girl porn. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer you know heterosexual porn. Mm-hmm. But I just said like I think that's because I can really I you know it's just it's familiar to me I think. Well, I think you like place yourself be... in the scenario, right? It's not that right. guy dick; it's yours, right? You know? Right. I don't think I could be talked into a homosexual relationship because of it. Well, I mean, that's what you think now, but you haven't had Joe Exotic. I think it was the math. <laughs> Definitely the math. <laughs> I think that math is so powerful that these guys are like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, I mean, and if someone's offering you that, like, if that's. I mean, like with the poor guy, Travis, um, which I I thought was truly sad and um, yeah, was it an senseless? Yeah, yeah, it was almost like recorded. I mean, seeing that yeah, guy's I feel reaction bad for that other guy. Oh my god! Yeah, that's terrible. And he was that other hard. guy, the campaign manager, was like the one redeeming character. And there's yeah. a couple of characters that were decent people, but for the most part, just nonsense, trash people, which is the joy of watching the show. I mean, and like, the other, li- the underlining, I think, message there is that the, to me, was that what a hypocrite the animal rights people were. Oh my god, They're no better than. No. Absolutely no better. Yeah. The so. only thing is the breeding of the tigers that does make me sad. Um because I'm sure that if he couldn't sell one of those tigers, he wasn't going to feed it. And he just euthanized it. And that's sad. But Right. Well, it seems could, like the babies were the easiest to, to, to move and stuff, though. Yeah. Like, they had the highest demand. Yeah. And you could, you could get a certain dollar amount out of every cub. So are we going to kayfabe the the thing here the whole time are we gonna the movie you mean (laughs) yeah no what i mean is like you see what just happened the scene we're watching right now right like are we gonna talk about yeah we can talk about we're watching or are we gonna like say like like because it's hard to talk about this movie without giving up the reveal at the end right so like how are we gonna how are we gonna balance that are we just gonna go ahead right now and and say it it? let's go ahead i mean everybody okay no yeah we're not sad yeah, he's dead. Um, right, he did not survive it. So I, he just came. I think it's a better live watch that way, honestly, once you acknowledge it, because otherwise you have to act surprised at the end. So now you can watch the film in a different light. So I was, I'll admit I was a 19-year-old kid, and I already told you what I was hoping when I was at this movie. Right. I wasn't thinking much about the movie. No. But they totally got it by me. I mean, I was shocked. Yeah, I was shocked, too. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, my God, he's dead. Like, I could not believe... Like, they hoodwinked me, for sure. <laughs> so, I don't know what that says about me, but... No, I think I, that, that's good. That's the remember, desired result. I'm, yeah, but watching it back, it, it sort of seems a little silly. I know. It does yeah. seem obvious. <laughs> so like, how did I not catch on to the fact that... But it's real subtle, too, because, like, that scene that you just saw with him and her, like, he sits on the bed, he looks at her, she ignores him. Like, that that's normal, too, you know? Right. Well, she was sleeping, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. and crying, which I didn't pick up on that she was mm-hmm. clearly upset. Mm-hmm. So obviously another rainy night without you is what mm-hmm. was going on there, you know? Yep. She's upset. Okay, who's this? The kid's mom? This is, yep. Tony Collette, an amazing actress who I love very much. And she is in another movie that I think you would like. Um, it is a horror film, but I think you would like it. Um, I think it's still on Amazon for free right now. I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's called Hereditary. So Hereditary. Yeah, check that out. Sure. Well, it has, like a, it has a fucked up ending, too, like this, but like more fucked up. Would you have went with the Cocoa Puffs or the Captain Crunch, given his choices there? Um, like, yeah, I love Captain, Captain Crunch. Crunch, but you know how it's uh, like razors in your mouth, and uh, it just that's true. Just just rips the upper, like the roof of your mouth, to shreds. Um, sure so does. Definitely Cocoa Puffs, which is also sort of abrasive, but not as bad. It's been a while since I had Cocoa Puffs. We stocked the house with Golden Grams mostly. I ate that mostly. Oh, Golden Grams. Well, the last time I had a box of Cocoa Puffs in my house, um, a snake got in my house. And then, oh, no. Yeah, we, it, unbeknownst to us, my husband pulled down the box of Cocoa Puffs from the pantry and a snake fucking fell out of it. Oh, and fuck. Yeah. So I've yet to buy any since that day because we call them snake puffs now. Oh, my goodness. That's horrifying. And I saw a snake today coming out of my garage. Oh, no. Yep. And I hate snakes very much. I'm not a fan either. I'm like Andre. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That was my reaction to this tiny, tiny snake today. It was to freak out. I will eliminate myself from the Royal Rumble upon this (laughs) I am out of there. This kid seems like he's up to no good. This little rich prick mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Haley Joel Osment is stressed out because he has a gray streak in his hair, and he's a very young child. <laughs> he's seen some shit. Yeah, he's 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 been he's one burdensome motherfucker, yes. as they say in the white. Yeah, <laughs> he is a real I cute was... little kid, though. Yeah, I was thinking about when I was asking you about what happened, like if he was still in it, because a lot of these kids, they end up, they're not cute when they're older. Mm-hmm. I say that as someone who peaked at 23, so I'm not trying to brag, <laughs> like, that I'm some handsome adult or something, but um, Forrest Gump, like little Forrest Gump, you should mm-hmm. see that mutant. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, now I want to look is, it up. Yeah, he is not a cute adult. I and mean, he is a funny-looking man. <laughs> so it happens. Well, I mean, he was Forrest Gump, so... True, I mean, he was. But he was a cute little boy. I mean, if you see him in the movie and then you see him... Like, oh, okay, yeah. You know, as an adult, He looks I mean, like Donnie Wahlberg in, the, uh, in his underwear. Right, it's a huge drop-off. Yeah, huge <laughs> drop-off. All right, now explain to me what's going on here. Why? So... The mom is at a therapy session with a dead guy? Yeah, I think she's trying to... Is she? Well, where are they? So he's lying about his day, pretending like he's... Yeah, yeah. He's drawn to the child, doesn't really know 
we we don't really know why um but it is kind of awkward well i mean you get the impression that they know each other right and that he was visiting her and she was talking about how she felt you know just talking to a friend sure okay or maybe you do think this is session because he was a psychiatrist that's just why I assumed it, yeah. I guess. But you could be right. They could just know each other. Or she could, you know, have solicited him to take a look after the boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. And he's trying to establish a relationship with him. <laughs> Does your son watch horror films? I wish. Um, my son will not sit sit still for any movie, basically. Oh, okay. Like, it's very rare that he will watch a movie. And, you know, it's it's very disappointing as, as a, a parent who loves movies that... And that's one of the things, like, that's part of the reason I had a kid. So that he will fucking sit there with me and watch movies and I can influence his taste. But yeah. he, like, has no patience for it, so... You know, very Fanta, huh? just a little boy just wants to go, go, go. Well, it, I mean, yeah, pretty much. Like the, he would rather be watching YouTube, honestly, than anything I pick up. Okay. Yeah. I watch some of the shit they watch on YouTube. And I just want to smack these kids. Oh God, Mm-mm. I can't do it. What the hell are they watching? He showed me you should some see the shit. stuff my daughter watches. On yeah, there. I mean, it's, it's you gotta crazy. be kidding me. Yeah. He showed me today um, somebody feeding their pet fox. I'm like, why are you watching this? <laughs> and just like one thing about the video will really tickle him, and then he'll have to watch it 800 times. <laughs> but he is OCD, so. What, obsessive compulsive? Is yeah. that what that is? Oh, yeah. Okay. So does he do things like count shit and oh, put his shoes does, on eight yeah. times? Or, well, or he, um, he washes his hands a lot. He um, sand, like he's a germaphobe too, which I think comes into play a lot with OCD. Um, oh, sorry, that's my phone for some reason. And um, but yeah, like certain things have to happen in certain ways. Not everything, but just certain things. Um, especially with the hand washing, or like if this piece of food touches this other piece of food or if there's if there's like um one time we were at this um like a sea world type place but like low rent sea world it's called gulf world (laughs) um and uh there was like a dirty napkin on the table next to ours and he wouldn't eat his food because of the dirty napkin on the table next to ours that's interesting it's very it's frustrating (laughs) it's just like yeah, I can't relate to that at all. Like, no, I am the opposite of a germaphobe. Like, I have my I'm little quirks, but not like him. I, he's, it's a good time for him to be alive. I mean, he's on the right side of history right this Th- second. I guess. That's what but, I said. Like, yeah. I mean, other than the fact that he has a hand sanitizer, like, obsession, and then it's hard to find hand sanitizer, so you're rationing it here, but he wants to use it every 30 minutes. And I'm just like, baby, you need to wash your hands 
we need to save the hand sanitizer for when right. we go out. And he's not hearing that. Yeah, but I'm a dirt bag, so. <laughs> it does help. You know, it does make me feel better that he is very aware of it. He's, most kids are just, you know, slobs, so it's fine. Yeah, oh, I'm a slob. I'm, a, I'm, I'm really hard on the bathroom, especially, if I have my own. <laughs> you have your own bathroom? Yeah, when we built our house, we were like, yeah, we got to make sure that we have separate bathrooms. Because <laughs> I remember when I remember when I was getting sick for the first time. I was in college, and I was, like, I, my appendix was rupturing. So I was, like, throwing up. And mm. I was laying on the floor in the bathroom of my college apartment and, like, looking around thinking, you got what you deserved. Look at how disgusting <laughs> this bathroom is. Like, have you gotten any piss in the bowl this semester, or is it all, or just the floor? You know, like, I just couldn't believe it. You know what I mean? Like, I saw, that always sticks out to me. So I, I want to feel like I've done better since then. I mean, I'm not the same gross 22-year-old kid I once was, but I am definitely hard in a bathroom, and I'm not, I'm just not in tune with, I don't know, I don't know how to put it. I, I, I guess I'm just the opposite of your son. You know, i I wash my hands when I shower, and I do wash my hands before dinner usually and stuff like that, but, yeah, I'm just not not like that. Okay, so he's in the doghouse because he's late to dinner, but the reality is this poor girl's having dinner on her own. Yes. Which is very sad. And he just accepts, like, I mean, all of her behavior seems acceptable to him. On, on most levels like he tries to explain himself he's not getting any reaction from her but he doesn't really expect any you know it's very sad he thought it was the other Italian yeah. yeah no one's buying that she's ready to leave I really love that spot right there where he yeah. reaches for the check and then she grabs it that was well done mm-hmm. And like she's react, she's acting like someone who just wants to get out of there. Yeah. You know, she, and it's probably because she dined alone. You know, and she yeah. just wants to get away. And you know, but to us, it's like she just wants to get away from him. You're like, what a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> and then she says, "Happy anniversary," and you think, right. you know, yeah, wow, that's up. cold. Yeah, he really screwed up, but he's dead. Couldn't help it. Oh my god. Pearl Jam has this song called Angel. It's um, it's not like a really a known song because it was just a uh, a Christmas. They used to put out this Christmas single every year, mm-hmm. and it's kind of written about how someone becomes an angel and then finds out that that's actually shitty. That you know you have to see all these things happening, but you can't do anything about about it, and you can't help. You're just kind of like floating around, looking at your life and not being able to be a part of it. Well, but, I really feel so I that. Think that. I was thinking of that song. I was watching this so far. I feel that, too, with quarantine. You know, it's like. Right. This life that you were supposed to be living. And you can literally not do that or really anything else. You know, it's funny for me because I've been through so much the last 16 years or so. I've had periods like this in my life where. Mm-hmm. I'm not quarantined per se, but I'm just not doing anything. You know, I'm out, I'm down and out. So I'm, I'm kind of equipped for this. I guess, you know, 
other people. It's kind of I'm kind of like saying like welcome to my life the last 16 years at times. Like, <laughs> I feel you. I feel life. you on yeah. that. Um, because we you know with my son's health we've been yeah. Uh, like a lot of cold and flu seasons we've just been you know bubbled up for as much as we can for it or we'll be in the hospital for two weeks at a time and you know can't really do anything there either except just sit around and wait so yeah we're sadly kind of in the same boat a little bit more equipped what's his main ailment um his main ailment is cystic fibrosis but um, okay so does he have to wear that vest or whatever yeah he does yeah a vest Twice a day for thirty minutes a day, on a healthy day. My I was uh, I coached hockey schools as a kid, well in college and stuff, and I had a, a group once, and I had a kid with cystic fibrosis, and he, his mother would come to because it was a day camp, and his mother would come and take him off the ice, and he'd have to do his treatment and mm-hmm. stuff. It's a really really good hockey player too. Really, um, oh, that's good. Yeah, a really good hockey player, but you know I always felt bad for him because he had to. Um, you know, everyone else was going, and he had to stop and do that. And yep. I actually had an uncle with cystic fibrosis, but obviously that was in the 1960s, so he's not. Right. He only lived, he only lived to 13. Right. Yeah, that sadly did happen a lot. All right, so this movie. He's, he's trying to talk to the little boy, which I forget his name. Yeah, he's trying to make a connection with this kid, right? Yeah. He's trying uh Notice how he's hiding behind the couch. Like he's scared, you know? Which I mean, you probably would be if a ghost was on your couch talking to you. <laughs> I like her old school Walkman she's got there with the yellow <laughs> head- headphones. It's pretty sweet. I'm trying to find out what the kid's name is. Cole. Very, very 90, 90s name. Man, the picture of him on his IMDb is hideous. He's like a fat guy with a gross beard. <laughs> he is fat. <laughs> he really is. Oh, oh man, he was Forrest's son too, huh? Yeah. I never even realized yeah. that. Forrest was so worried he was stupid like him, but yeah. Johnny, Johnny reassured him. He dodged a lot of bullets for his son. First of all, didn't get the AIDS like his mom and didn't right. get the retired right. gene like his dad. <laughs> Kids blessed. Those are two huge bullets to dodge. You're not wrong. Yeah. I mean, either one of them takes you right down to the shits. You know what I mean? Like, Especially to, the to AIDS, probably. Yeah. Yeah, the AIDS is especially awful in the 80s, you know. I read somewhere that they had a script for Forrest Gump 2. No. And the biggest, yeah, and the biggest reason that Hanks was out on it was because they wanted the kid to have AIDS. No. Yeah, that was a big part of the script. Well, I cannot blame him for that. And he's like, yeah, I don't think so. Because there's, I think there's subsequent books that the guy wrote, I think. Because that movie's based on a book. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that there's more books in the series, I think. I could be wrong about that. I never knew that. But yeah, I know that, yeah, they had that extra script, and Hanks was like, no, I'm not doing a movie with a 
kid with AIDS. I only do a movie about a gay with AIDS. <laughs> and then he did Philadelphia, and now you know the rest of the story. And then you get an Oscar. <laughs> um, yeah. He's wearing a rowing club t- uh, sweatshirt here. Um, I've never been rowing. Have you ever been rowing? Not even one time. Never even sat in a boat. I would probably last like maximum 30 seconds in a rowing situation. Like no that, interest. That's a lot of work. I want to say I went like at an amusement park or something. I was in like some sort of boat that you had. I was like, why are we doing this? Yeah. Like, this is so stupid. I, I like- just sat there and everyone else in the boat had to do the work. <laughs> What a piece of shit, Steve. Yeah, but I was not. That wasn't like real rowing. It's like amusement <laughs> park rowing. I went canoeing once with my brother, and that was a disaster. So that's all the rowing I want to do. I'm not an outdoors type. No, I don't, me I don't do that stuff like fishing or hunting or hiking or rowing or any of that. I don't do that. I missed it. What college was the sweatshirt? Did it, it said was it Liberty. So Liberty. Yeah. That's the religious college? I guess. Right? Isn't that the where the kids went back to school already or something? Well, I was thinking that, that would be... Um, something uh, in Philadelphia. Bruce Willis's alma mater, maybe. Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. Right, that's the religious one. But I'm, I'm wondering, is there a different Liberty that's in Philadelphia? Because this movie's in Philadelphia, right? So is there a... A Liberty College of some kind in Philadelphia that's, they named it that because of the bell? I don't know. I saw that Liberty University brings back its students and coronavirus. Yeah, I heard that. Jerry, Jerry, uh, what's his name? Jerry um, Falwell is the guy I think that runs that college. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well. We'll see how that Yeah, goes. I don't know if they're having classes or if they just allowed the students to come back and, like, live in their dorms and stuff. I'm not exactly sure. Why would they do that? That's so stupid. That. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm sure there's some religious motivation to mm-hmm. it. It's, it. That's another thing I don't, I don't really understand. Yeah, me either. Philadelphia's place in the American Revolution. It's pretty important, I would say. Yeah, that's a big one. This school... Looks, it has a real old feel to it, you know. Like it's this movie takes place in the nineties, though, right? Yeah, it looks like the sixties. Yeah, this school feels ancient. Which I guess a lot of like private schools are kind of like that, though. Do you ever go to a private, like a Catholic or private school? No, I'm from Alabama, friend. I went to three years of Catholic school. It's the worst three years. I hated it. Mm -hmm. Down here, the only schools religion-related are, like, Christian private schools. Um, maybe a Methodist private school, but... Yeah, Catholic schools are a big thing here in yeah. Buffalo. But they're, they're not as many as there used to be. A lot of them are out of business. Mm-hmm. Or the church went out of business, or mm-hmm. so the school stopped. Well, it's, it's very niche, I think, now, really. There's a lot of uh, high schools, though. You know, Catholic boys' mm-hmm. high schools. Those are still really popular. Oh, My shit. Brother, one. 
Damn, that's a mean teacher. He had a freak out in that classroom, though. Even this library looks really old. It does. Thank God they were able to get a hold of his shrink. Yes, his ghost shrink. Or they weren't able to get a hold of him. He just showed up because he's... Because <laughs> he's chasing this kid yeah. around in his ghost work. <laughs> Man, if I had to come back as a ghost and then just live my regular life, that shit would fucking suck. I want to read you the lyrics to that song. Hold on, let me find them. I'll tell you why I was... Made me think of this. All right. All right, so here they are. So, like an angel, you fly over your house. Like an angel, you pass out wishes. Like an angel, I will move the arrow. Like an angel, I live alone. I'm not living what was promised. I am close, but I can't enjoy. Oh, I'm not dying. I'm so tortured because I see all. Tortured and I cannot do. Tortured all I should have done. Tortured while I occupied a man. I'm not living what was promised. I'm far from glorified. Oh, I'm not dying. Oh, I'm not alone. Mind is not a celestial state with idle hymns of praise. Time is short. I have an appointment at noon, at noon in hell. Across the waste of space and fields of air, I glide alone at night. Oh, please think of me, because I'm by your side. I'm by your side. Damn. Yeah. I swear that's Bruce Willis right now with his wife. Hey, I'm here. I'm right here. Look at don't be mad. I was at the wrong Italian. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. Being an angel sucks. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to be a ghost, then I need to be doing like way cooler stuff than this. Like definitely some Scooby-Doo shit. Freaking right. people out. Scaring them. So you were talking earlier about how your son, you want to teach him cool shit like that you like. Yep. Has he caught on to anything? Like what are, what are some things that you like that you were able, anything that you were able to turn him on to? The most that I've been able to do has been my love of Futurama. Okay. He, he does, he will watch Futurama. He can quote it accurately and it makes me so happy because Futurama is my favorite show of all time, and um, he has his favorite episodes of that. He knows my favorite episodes of that. Um, he will watch some Star Wars, which is good. Um, not like in the movie theater, he can watch a whole movie, but at home, he'll be like in and out um, on Star Wars. Um, some Star Trek he will watch, mostly the nerdy things that I like. Um, and podcasts. He will listen okay. to some of my stuff sometimes. Oh, it's questionable, but uh, if I should let him, but I do. Yeah, hopefully he doesn't listen to this. My yeah. God, no, he probably won't listen to this. He gets scared about scary movies. So, plus he's gonna be like, Steve, who? Fuck that. <laughs> Obviously, she's yeah. slipping with these guests. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, she's on Zoloft. The pressure is getting to her. Yep. Nice little some, booty. There, yeah, I was going to say, some semblance of nudity here. My daughter is, I guess, sort of the opposite of your son. She loves to love shit I love. Well, that is uh, good. Yeah, we watch, 
you'd be amazed how much she knows about 80s wrestling. Um, oh, I believe it. She loves the A-Team, which is my favorite show of all time. <laughs> um, we go to, like, 80s toy stores, like, looking for A-Team stuff. It's really fun. <laughs> Do you find and, much? <laughs> uh, she loves Pearl Jam. No, we did. Last time we went, we got a full set of figures, but Hannibal was missing an arm. So <laughs> the guy promises he's going to get us a Hannibal. And he did give us the 18 comic book for free because Hannibal didn't have an arm. The comic book? Yeah. Oh, my God. We've been reading it every night before bed. We read a page. She was pissed off when I told her I was doing this because we're not going to be able to read the comic <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did try comics with my son, too, and he was kind of hit or miss. Um, I would buy him a bunch. Like, he would ask for them, but he would very rarely, like, read them. This is probably the first comic I've ever read in my life. I've never read a comic book before. Really? Yeah, I know I've like seen them. Like I, I mean, I know what. Obviously, I'm not an idiot. Like, you know, I've seen comic books, but I don't think I've ever like held one in my hands to read. It's addictive. When I was, you know, when I was about the age, you might become interested in comic books. I only cared about two things: hockey and wrestling. That was Mm -hmm. it. So a lot of that stuff I, I missed out because, like, like I said, I only cared about hockey and wrestling. There's a lot of cross-section with hockey fan, art and hockey fans, wrestling fans and um, comic book fans, I've discovered. Yeah, that. oh yeah, absolutely. And wrestling fans, um, who is it? Who's the guy, what's the guy's name from Kayfabe Commentaries? Uh kind of a handsome guy, smart. He does the interviews. He has a podcast, and he's always talking about what things he's found wrestling fans to also like, like in large numbers. Like the band Kiss is one he says wrestling fans love Kiss. Mm. So wrestling fans wrestling fans love Star Wars. That's another thing I know yeah, he's mentioned. Yeah. yeah, and comic books. I've never seen one second of Star Wars either. I don't know if really? it's good or bad. I've never seen one second of any of the movies. You don't have an interest in it, or... I guess not. I mean, 30 years later, or 40 years later, I've still never seen one second, but not out of, like, any distaste for it. I just, for whatever reason, I've never watched it. I don't know why. Couldn't I feel give like, reason. I feel like in this time of quarantine, you should challenge yourself. Get myself around to stuff. Yes. One thing is, I'm confused, like, I'll say to people, like, which one should I watch first? And everyone gives me a different answer, and I don't... Well... Probably if I ever watched them, I'd just go in order they were released. Just watch them like everyone else did. I mean, People I... People try to confuse you. They're like, oh, no, watch number four, five, and six first, and then watch one, two, and three, and then watch this show, and then read this. I'm like, ah, fuck it. Well, I mean, there's pros and cons to, to both of those theories, but, I mean, if you're just talking the movies, one one and two are very rough, so it's very hard to... Our episode one and two are, are pretty rough... So it's hard to recommend those to people. Um, right, because they're considered not good, right? Right, but, like yeah. you know, and then I figure, you know, if everybody started with four then and everybody got hooked, then might as well do it that way. But if you want to do it chronologically, which you're a wrestling nerd, a lot of wrestling nerds want to do that. You want to start at the ground floor and, you know, watch everything. It, you know, there's an argument for that as well. It's just those mov- those first two movies are hard to sit through. 
I feel bad for this poor kid. Yeah, it's rough. Why did it do an odd slow motion there in that scene? That was weird. That was a questionable directing yeah, decision was, by Mr. Shyamalan mm. or whatever his name is. Okay, is that him? That's him, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, he does cameos in he his does. movies, right? Yeah. I was always attracted to him. I think he's cute. See that? So they're suspecting her of abusing her. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, it's it's easier to believe that a kid is being abused than, you know, ghosts and demons and whatever else he sees. Oh, shit. Here comes the iconic scene. This is where he says he sees dead people? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's got that rolling shirt on again. Yep. See. That's another thing I don't get. If he's a ghost, how does he change his clothes? Because that's not supposed to be a thing. <laughs> well, I guess he's presenting himself as human, so he has to dress, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe it would also give it away, too, if he was wearing the same thing every time. Good point. They wanted to look like he came out of bed for this, right? right. Like he was home and he was mm-hmm. sleeping. And... But I feel like all ghosts would just be seen in what they were killed in or died in. And if they were naked when they died, then naked ghosts. <laughs> Like, uh, what's that guy? He's, uh, he goes, um, all right, all right, all right. Who's that guy? <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. His dad died banging his mom. So he would be walking around with <laughs> half a heart on, all pissed off. He didn't get the finish. How do you know? You <laughs> don't goes, know his name, but you know that his dad. <laughs> he told that story at Howard Stern. So I just couldn't think of it. I'm bad with names. I always forget names. Like, I know, okay, Matthew McConaughey, of course, that's <laughs> but I couldn't think of it, and that's, I could just say, all right, all right, all right, I can only think of that. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen Dazed and Confused? Oh, yeah, I love okay. it. Okay, okay, good. I, every time it's on, I watch it, that's for sure. Movie. I love the music. And, Me too. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long while. I need to get stoned and watched it. My dad does um, sound for this band that was like really big in Buffalo, like in the seventies and eighties, like they were a bar band here and um but they like they play again, but they don't really have originals. They mostly play covers. And um their hits, like their hit the like the cover that they play like last and is like there people like get all pumped about is this song by a band called Head East and it's in that movie Days and Confused. It's like the only time I've ever heard it outside of those concerts. What's the song called? Uh, uh Never Been Any Reason. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like when they're at the pool hall. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I just found the music for this episode. Sorry, it was going to be Pearl Jam, but now it's this. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much been my last week, is just listening to the Pearl Jam record all day. I think I was downstairs for like three hours today listening to it. How is it? Well, you're asking the wrong guy, probably. I I mean, I love it, Best I love guy, all but, 12 of, yeah. oh, you know, all 11 of them. So, like, I'm a Pearl Jam mark through and through. Like, they could probably put out an album of farting. 
I'd be like, this is some brilliant farting. You know what I mean? So, and I, I get that. What I will say about it is, critically, it's definitely the most popular one in a long time. Like, the critics, I haven't read a bad review yet. Oh, that's good. But I get bored with the reviews. I don't really give a shit what anyone else thinks, kind of. Um, I've yeah, been talking. Yeah, make your uh, opinions. You know, I just, I don't care that. Like, it's not going to. I've been a Pearl Jam fan since 1991. I've been to 85 concerts. It's not going to change my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, if Jeff Jones from the Rolling Stone thinks they put out a shitty record, like, right. what do I care? But um, one thing I was surprisingly into is when that album came out, I was really into refreshing the iTunes page to see how long it would take it to be number one. Mm-hmm. It took about 45 minutes. But it was fun. Like, it, like it, Yeah, like at midnight, it was like, I think it was like 185 was the first time I saw it. And then like it was in the top 50 pretty quick. And then by like what 1245, it was number one. Damn. Yeah. I, check that I remember that in 2013 too, there was a Britney Spears <laughs> record that was number one. And then Pearl Jam's album came out within a half an hour. It was number one. Oh no. Right. I Uh-oh. see dead people. Here he goes. And again, this was no clue to me at the time that this guy yeah. might be dead. Mm-mm. See, like right there, that should be a huge hit. Yeah, yeah. They don't see each other. They only see what they want to see. They don't know that they're dead. That's really interesting. Yeah. He doesn't he's dead, huh? And it never occurs to him that he's one of them. What a cursed life that would be. Yeah. Pro Jam was on to some shit back in the day with this Angel song. Yeah. I mean, (sighs) life already sucks enough, you know? Sure. I was, uh, I got interviewed by this author. His name is Jeff Perlman. He does this thing on his website called The Quaz. And he asked me all these questions. One of the questions he asked me is what I think happens when we die, and I just said, I just think the lights go out. I think that's what I think, for sure. I don't think anything happens after this. I think we're just dead. Um, death is very triggering, and I've always been afraid of, which, I mean, I've mostly been a believer for most of my life, but in the past couple of years, I've kind of waned on that, and I You am, mean, like, religiously and stuff? Yeah. Like, yeah, God yeah, and all that? Yeah. yeah. I want to believe that. My grandmother, grandfather, super religious. And like when my grandfather died, I remember my grandma like barely cried. She's like, oh, you don't understand. Like he's in heaven and yeah. we want this bad. And I always, I like really struggled because she didn't get him a, like a great, like a tombstone or anything. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, he's not there. It's stupid. And I'm like, yeah, but it's important for me. I would like it. And, but Yeah, it's. It's like a fear, like, if there is nothing and this is everything, then you're like, what am I doing? Like, this is it. Like, I should be living my best life every day, all the time, and I'm not. Like, you know, this is just a fucking waste. But then you're like, if there is something, and it depends on your merits or, like, how good you were or whatever... Then you're like, well, I'm obviously very awful and terrible person, so that's <laughs> not going to work out for me either. Um, what What do you do? You know, 
Which the is- first time I was ever scared about death, I remember when I was a kid, we had a tornado. Oh, God. Tornado's and, my number uh, one, like, fear yeah. of all time. And we don't get, I think that's the last time we had a tornado here. So, like, they're very rare. And they, they the tornado ruined the mini golf where I played mini, where I played putt-putt at the time, like, where I had my birthday party. It, like, ripped off the, the roof of the mini golf. And I was so, up, like, scared for a while about that. And then I guess I forgot about it. And then I was, I had this period where I was afraid of car accidents for a while. I'm not sure why. Mm-hmm. And then I got over that. And then, you know, I had a couple. I mean, I suppose I've had some really serious medical things where I probably could have died. But I never thought of it like that, really. And I never, I don't know, I never. Um, you never found God through your No, 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 I just kind of. Do. I just kind of feel like I got sick and got better, got sick and got better, whatever. I never, oh, look at, see, this is me. Yep. Yeah. He really had to pee, but he's really yep. scared. don't pick up the seat. He was like, his aim better <laughs> yes. than mine. Huh? Oh, God. What the hell's going on with that thermometer? It's going down because in the presence yeah, of ghosts, cold, yeah. the temperature drops. Oh, is that a, that's for real? I would have never known. Yep. See, I don't know enough about ghosts. Oh, I'm super into the paranormal, so I know lots of shit. Uh, I just watched this documentary on Hulu yesterday. It's called, uh, oh, fuck it. Sir, uh, Hunt for the Skinwalker Ranch. Um, it's fucking batshit crazy. There's Sounds crazy. There's a place in Utah that is um, apparently some, like, cosmic portal for strange things happening UFOs um, creatures all kinds of crazy incidences I was totally into that yesterday it bothers me he hasn't taken his hospital band off yet oh, oh no shit. what happened to his mom she said yes oh, oh no. god what is going on this is so scary to me just for the child because I can't imagine being a child and seeing this shit. Tell you what, it makes you feel good about my parenting right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> I ain't doing any kind of this nuts uh, shit to my girl. Look yeah, at this looks... fucking shrine to Jesus he has in his little tent here. Yeah, he's crazy. He obviously has some deep issues. My brothers and I used to build forts on Christmas Eve and sleep in them together. Waiting for Santa. Oh, I love forts. Yeah, we used to do that when I was a kid. Did you fill it with statues of Jesus? No. <laughs> no. We filled it with <laughs> hockey guys and <laughs> boy stuff. Yeah, we weren't into Jesus. We were waiting for his birthday, but... Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just for Santa reasons, though. Yeah, just for Santa. Yeah, I don't know what happened in this movie. So what's up with his mom? Is she dead? No, that wasn't his mom. That was a ghost. Oh, that was just a dream or whatever? Yeah, yeah he was just having a... Probably somebody that lived in the house before. Okay. What I think is interesting is that the little boy knows that Bruce Willis is a ghost. But he's still engaging with him. And why not just tell him? 
you know, has he had... Especially since he knows that Bruce Willis doesn't, doesn't know, right? Know, right. Yeah. And Be a pal here, kid. Does he... May, has he had, like, relationships before with other things that didn't know that they were dead? Oh, no. Oh, Look God. at those three. God. They met their demise. Yep. So that's where it happened, I guess. Huh? Yeah. He's, he's seeing all these yeah. dead people where they died. Yeah, it happens a couple times. You know those Instagram things where stuff is spinning on people's heads and then it says yeah. something on their head? Yeah. I had this dream once that everyone was walking around and on their heads was a timer and it was how much longer they were like going to be alive. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It was like a fe- like it was like a fever dream I had like on this medication. I remember when I was telling the doctor, I'm like, this medication's giving me fucked up dreams. And he's like, like what? And I told him that, and he's like, oh yeah, maybe we should switch it. <laughs> 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 but I didn't think of that for a long time, and then I started seeing those things on Instagram, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember that dream I had. It also sounds familiar for something else that I've seen recently, and I can't recall what it is. But now he's explaining about what he sees and how it happens. And why is he not cold around him? Is it because he's not an angry spirit like the other one was? Yeah, that's a you question because you seem to have some kind of knowledge about those. I feel like that's probably it because... His spirit is not malevolent in any way or, like, angry or vengeful, so I think it's... Wouldn't that have been funny if the Ghostbusters ran in and they started shooting him with guns and suck Bruce Willis into the trap? (laughs) That'd be a great crossover. That would be. So you've seen Ghostbusters. Okay, that's good. Yeah, it's funny, and I, like, showed it to my daughter. My wife's like... She didn't, the next day I was like, yeah, she didn't really like that movie you showed her. I was like, yeah, I guess not. The next thing you know, that's all she watched for like a month and a half. Like, <laughs> yeah, she did like it. I think she liked the song more than anything. Yeah, but, it means a great song. Yeah. So you know, we were talking earlier about your son and he's OCD. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm not like that. You know what I am OCD about, if this is using the term right, is fingernails. I read that Vince McMahon has this thing, too. Like, I get disgusted by what the things that people do with their fingernails. What do you mean? Like, I hate nail polish, like, as a general rule. Mm-hmm. Especially dark nail polish. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate nail polish when people leave it on and it's chipped up. Oh, yeah. Like, that just grosses me out. Mm-hmm. You know, I hate long fingernails on guys or people who have their fingernails dirty like i have a thing about fingernails so clean and short and polished fingernails are the way to go yeah like her the mother that's why i brought it up because the mother every time she's in the scene i can't like look away from her fingernails <laughs> they're brutal they're so like just the, brutal. the painting part is interesting um, like, I guess I'm not necessarily objecting to the color here. It's just like, why do you need those fake fingernails? Like, what's wrong with the ones you have underneath there? Like, it's just so stupid. Well, I know for me, um, 
my natural nails are like thin and they break easily. So back in the days when I could go and get my nails nails done. <laughs> when they when it was not considered yeah. an essential, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> before the pandemic. Right. Um it like protected. So like my nails underneath were getting strong and healthy um, because they were protected by a layer of acrylic. So that's why I had them done. And they, I mean, just look better anyway. It, it's really hard having a little daughter because I do feel bad for her a little bit because I have rules with my wife. So like, look at no dark colors. And when they start to chip, you get that shit off of her mm-hmm. fingers. Mm-hmm. So I can't stand like when someone puts a picture of their little girl on like Facebook or Instagram, you look, and she's got these disgusting, uncapped fingernails. It just makes, it just grosses me out. It's like, ugh. I like, well, hate it. Be prepared to, for her to have a complex it's about that be, for the rest of her life. Fight. Yeah, it's going to yes. be a fight, for sure. <clears throat> she will be telling uh, her therapist in 20 years about... Like when she went to the bippity-boppity-boopity-boppity-boopity-boutique mm-hmm, or whatever mm-hmm. called. Mm-hmm. I told my wife before they left the room, like, make sure light colors, you know, whatever. Don't have her walk around Disney World with some gross fingernails. It was fine. <laughs> it worked out. But. What about this little kid? What about his fingernails? I mean, yeah, they, questionable. They look too dirty. dirty. Yeah, yeah, too dirty. It's ridiculous. Clean your, clean your hands, kid. Well, do you trim her nails for her? I do. Okay. I do trim them. I um, I usually bathe her, mm-hmm. but like I'm basically for the most part a stay home dad. Mm-hmm. So, um, I usually do a lot of you know a lot of those things like bathing her and yeah. So we do it every other bath usually. Damn, really? Yeah, about that. Yeah, maybe that's every few baths, whatever you know when they're long. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Who's this kid now? Where he come from? Oh no! What oh. happened? To... You could tell he was a ghost because he was dressed like he's from the seventies. Seventies, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think this is when they have a thing. I'm trying to remember. Oh, bless his little heart. Yeah. My daughter loves having sleepovers, but luckily she can. She's all right with sleeping on the floor. She's got this, like, Mickey Mouse couch that, like, opens up. Oh, yeah. We had one of those, too. Yeah. And so she's just barely kind of over that, but mm-hmm. she kind of sleeps on that. And then, so. But it's kind of a pain in the ass because, you know, sometimes I want her in her room. Mm-hmm. You, know what I mean? mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and with this pandemic, my wife's working from home, and so she always wants to do sleepovers. So try to do as many as she could when my wife when my wife was on rag, so that that when she was off rag, I could be like, "All right, back to your room." Genius. Five <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, who are these people? She's their customers. Uh, the wife. Oh, the wife. There's the wife. Man, she has a pretty face. The wife. Yes, she does. That is a gorgeous ring, too. It looks expensive. <laughs> it does. It's in a cl- like, case all 
Did you know how much your engagement ring was? Like, I always wonder sometimes if my wife knows how much hers was. Yeah, because we were super, I mean, we were super young and super poor. So it was um, on store credit. Um, mm-hmm. And so we had. I to, financed hers. I definitely used financing. Yeah. 12 bucks, I got a 0%. Yeah. I'm, my dad helped me get that rate. I'm pretty sure we did something similar. But yeah, I, I had to pay the bill every month. So yeah, <laughs> I knew how much it was. My dad helped me, so he had the bill, and then I just kind of paid him. It was three thousand. Yeah, that was, it was yeah. in that range for my yeah. Um, which I don't even get to wear anymore because um, I was a giant person when I got married, and then um, can't you resize it? I, I probably so. Um, it just you know, it's always there's always something else that the money can go towards. You know, it's why like, that, that's expensive to resize the ring. I mean, I, I don't have know. No idea. I have no idea. I, I don't know. It would but, be like a $10 service. I have no idea what it would cost to do that. You know? Um, I mean, because you're adding gold to it. Like if it was... To um, make it small? Yeah, because you have to fill it in. You know, I would assume. Can't you just kind of cut and solder? I don't know. Maybe so. I have, I have no I mean, literally no idea. I don't so. know. <laughs> I have no clue. But I don't even wear it. I don't even get to wear it anymore because it doesn't fit. It's well, like giant. One thing I know is when I proposed, it didn't fit, so it definitely went back to be resized. But I don't think they charged me. I think they kind of gave it to me knowing it could be resized. So maybe that's yeah. the thing you do when you, when you yeah. maybe there's a, a window where you can do that in the beginning. Oh, maybe. she's moving on. It's a new boyfriend. Looks yep. like it. Yeah. She she don't look too happy about it. She's conflicted. She hasn't been touched that way in a long time. Yeah. But it really hasn't super been that long. Right. Maybe like just over a year. Oh, she's probably triggered by broken glass like mm. that, too. And it makes her look like she's cheating. Right. Oh, that was, that was Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce, don't stand He for was that. angry. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I just went to the wrong Italian restaurant. Yeah. Why are you so pissed mm-hmm. off? Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, he's I guess. feeling guilty, so he's trying to break up with him. Mm-hmm. Of course he doesn't understand. He's like a nine-year-old kid, you dummy. That's when he should have told him right then, like, look, honey, your life's fine because you're dead. Maybe he's worried if he tells him, he won't be able to help him. Because he just said you're the only one who can help yeah, him. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe that's somehow like a... Integral to his therapy. Aww. His tears make me want to die. Um, Isn't it the worst thing when you upset your child oh or God, a child so like that? Awful. The worst. <laughs> I remember the first time I got like pissy with my daughter and she like started crying or whatever. I was like, oh no. <laughs> what have you done? You're the worst. <laughs> yes. Ethan. Yeah, he's like almost 11 now, but he very rarely cries, but when he does, it's it's awful. My daughter's going to be four, so right now she she cries she all storms the time. Off. She storms off all yeah. the time. Like <laughs> you don't feel too bad often about those cuz it's just being her yeah. her being nuts, but four was like brutal. Like I was not ready for it cuz I thought it was like 
phasing out of like toddlerhood, but God. Well, I feel like if you can get through that first year, you can get through anything. I, that's why we we'll never have a second kid because we could just never deal with that. Yeah, yeah. it's the worst. Nope. I don't know how anyone starts. So, like, I'll meet someone and they're like, "Yeah, it's my thirteen year old. It's my one year old." I was like, "How did you start old? How did you go back after all those years to that awful, awful first year?" It's like, oh. Yeah, I will never know that either. We are one and done, but. For a lot of reasons, besides that. Yes, I am. Yeah. One's plenty. My bro- one of my brothers just had a second kid. And, and man, it's been a rude awakening for him so far. <laughs> <laughs> How many brothers do you have? Two. They're both younger. One's six years younger, one's 11 years younger. Ooh, 11 years. Mm-hmm. I still remember the day where I got the phone call from the doctor. We were out at the dinner table. She got the call, and then she went and cried in the laundry room. I bet she did. <laughs> <laughs> you went and cried. I always tell my brother that. Mom cried when she found out about you. <laughs> I don't care if you've been the favorite every day since. When she found out about you, she cried. Them oops babies going to make you cry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was not happy. That might be a real thing here uh, in nine months for the uh, oh, right. quarantine yeah, couples. Saying, uh, yeah. Quarantine babies. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be more quarantine divorces. Are gonna I be also thing agree with that. Babies. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. I think a lot of people are going to realize they're not that happy with what they have at home. You know, people who spend so much time away and at work and mm-hmm. those career-driven people. Plus, you know, just, like, stress of the whole thing and, like, how to, you disagree about how to do things or handle things or what should we do and what should we do and just a lot. It's a tough time for sure. I mean, it's crazy. There's no, you can't draw back on anything. There's nothing like this. You know, you can't draw back on it. You can't. I mean, I don't know anyone who survived the Spanish flu. Like, you can't call, you know, I can't call that. (laughs) So, it's different. And then, like, country music legend Joe Diffie dies, and then it's like... Oh, no, yeah, that was terrible. What are we doing? I feel bad for these people who are dying, because it's just, like, it's such back-page news. You know what I mean? Like, everything that happens besides this right now is such back-page news. Mm -hmm. Nothing else matters. They they have these press conferences every day. They're so boring. I can't even stand one more of them. Uh Uh-uh, I can't do it. Wait until you have something new to say. It's the same thing every Mm -hmm. day. Holy hell, and you got the president, the governor, the mayor, the county, like, everyone feels like they have to do one every day. Holy hell, we get it. Stay inside. See you in a month. But it, also, it just just... changes so much, you know, really. I mean, not so much as, like, maybe two weeks ago, but still a lot, you know. Because none of these states can get on the same page, and everybody's staggering all of their efforts, and just like lock it down everybody just lock it down yeah well you're in a weird state i am in people, a weird state one county closes the beach and then you can see the county line you see that one picture yes where there's like the county line the one county had the rules another one did it and everyone's just on the beach in the other county yeah that's really weird it was one day we're keeping the beaches open and literally the next day they closed all the beaches like 
You fucking dumbass. Of course you need to close the beach. Yeah, it's hard for me to understand just because, like, in New York, we've been... New York City yeah. has hit pretty hard pretty early, and yeah. then the whole stage has been closed. Like, Good. It's right away, so... I was out the other day. I had to get medicine, and I stopped the grocery store. I couldn't believe how, you know, deserted it was. Mm-hmm. Well, that... Maybe it'll help. I mean, I hope, I hope to God it does. Well, again, at some point, no matter when it, I mean, this isn't sustainable. So no, at some point, we're really going to have to, we're going to have to move on. Yep. I'm glad I don't have to make the decision of when that is Me because either. it's going to be, it's going to be second guess no matter what. Yep. Especially, I mean, if it comes down to the president, I mean, he's uh, so polarizing as it is. Mm-hmm. No matter when he decides, uh, you know, there's going to be a huge segment of the population that thinks it was the worst idea ever. Yep. No matter what it is, whether it is or isn't, I don't even mean to take a side. No, I know. He's just so yeah. polarizing that, you know, I'm glad that that's not my decision. Oh, Bruce isn't happy with this guy's moving in with his wife, on his wife. Mm-hmm. I never wore those turtlenecks, I'm happy to report. <laughs> sure. I'm too hot. I don't wear anything more <laughs> than a t-shirt. I get too hot. So, I don't, I don't never even owned one. Right under your nose, Bruce. He's in your house, in your bed. And you're right. And then it just cuts to to him, like. Hmm. Oh, look at that little puppy! I didn't even see the puppy earlier. And you know he had a dog, Cole. Oh my gosh! Also, my dog? kid. No, my kid is <laughs> deathly afraid of dogs. Oh really? Oh. But he's so you obsessed. have a cat then? Yes, he's obsessed with cats, so we have two cats. I hate cats. A lot of people do. I hate those litters. I hate everything about yeah, cats. Litter does suck. We have a dog, one dog. He's fine. I never had dogs or anything as a kid, but my wife always did, so it was inevitable we'd have a dog. He's yeah. a good boy. He's fine. Yeah. My mom always hated animals. Not hated animals, but she didn't want you know, any animals in her house, so we never had any either. We just never cared or thought about it, really. You know what I mean? Like, just no one, I guess, wanted one enough to bring it up. You know, neither of my brothers, like, have pets as adults. So, I guess we just didn't really, we weren't really against them or for them. We just didn't have them. We just didn't grow up that way. One time, we had um, a couple strays show up at the house, too, and they were so cute, and me and my brother wanted them so bad. And so we would, like, leave food out, and we were like, okay, we're, we're going to keep these dogs. And then we put out something for them to lay on. I don't know what it was, but they, and they just tore it to shreds in the yard. Oh, gross. What is this girl doing oh, in this she, tent? She's a ghost. She's ralphing in this tent. Yeah, I remember I remember her story, too. It'll show you what happened to her. It's fucked up. Oh, no. Not sure I want to know. Yeah, it's fucked up. Poor Cole. I know. He can't even go to sleep. It's not right. He should not be living this way. No wonder he got all fat. Yeah, and has a gross beard. 
Man. Spent so much time building that tent. Now it's dead. <laughs> Not much of a drawer, the kid. Those are his pictures. Kid draws like shit. Well, he's little. Well, but, you know. Oh. Oh, that's a young Misha Barton, I think, from... Uh, Who? From the OC. I know you watched a lot of... Never seen a second of the OC. Yeah. I was trying to think of something you might have seen her on. Probably nothing. I'm going to look her up. I'm going to look up the OC and then hope to find her, because I'm not even going to pretend to... Know how to spell Misha Bartling or whatever you just said. I might, I might have. Um, oh, here she is. Is it the OC? Yeah, I think that's. She is very pretty. Yeah, she is. Eighty-six. She's younger than me. Let's see. She was in nothing I've heard of so far. I was far. gonna say probably. Not. <laughs> She works a lot, but I can't remember I've heard the of last Blue thing I've Daddy seen. Her. Hill, but I've never seen it. Oh, she was on All My Children. Ouija House. I need to watch that shit. That was like my jam. It looks like a lot of horror here for her. That was her, by the way. Yeah, yeah I yeah. thought it was. Her name in the film is Kyra Collins. I haven't seen anything she's done in a minute. The Hoarder? That looks fun. Alright, now I'm going to see if she ever got naked or anything. Oh, uh, probably so. Let's see. Is there a website for that that you usually go to? I just usually search their name and then the word naked. <laughs> and, then, and then I switch to images. <laughs> and then I'll cross-reference to make sure they're not fake. Cross-reference. Yeah, I'll like, go to like Chuck Mr. Skin to see if he confirms that she's been doing. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure this is her. She's got nice little natural ones, probably B cups. Yeah, she's tiny, so. Yeah. I can imagine that. Good nipples. What movie is it? Um. It's definitely from a movie. She's like looking in the mirror. She's kind of crying. Does it say what this is? Oh, she did a sex scene in Closing the Ring. Yeah, she looks good. Mm-hmm. I nice chest. Yeah. Very nice. It's one of the best things about having a kid is the effect it's had on my wife's breath. <laughs> it's like a full C now. <laughs> she was like a borderline B to C most of the most of our journey here, but now she's a solid C. Yep, that is a side effect. Everyone was like, oh, you know, enjoy them because they're going to go down or whatever. It doesn't stay once the milk. Mm-hmm. But it definitely stayed for her. So I don't know. Got lucky, maybe. So they're at this little kid's funeral. This is Kyra or whatever? Mm-hmm. They're finding out what happened to her? Yeah. She puked herself to death? Yep. Oh, is this the mom was poisoning her? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember this now. I read, there's a name for people like that, right? Like, that's a thing. Munchausen by that, proxy. Yeah, there you go. That's, that is fucked up. Yeah, it is fucked up. That's really sad. They keep their kids sick, like, for the attention yeah. or whatever. Yep. Ugh. I don't know how they deal with a sick kid all that time. My daughter has a runny nose for three days. I want to jump off Peace Bridge. Yeah, it's if you have a real sick kid, then no, nothing about that makes sense. You're right. <laughs> You're just like, I, can't no, imagine. I would never. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to be uh, destroying... So what happens, like, to this, like, in this world? Like, how does this kid live a life? Like, how does he ever grow up? Like, what does he become, do you think? Like, a drug addict, probably. You think? Yeah, just a total junkie. Yeah, Yeah, because likely he gets put through a lot of psychological testing and, you know, experiments with different antipsychotics and you know i could just see it spiraling from there a lot of so kids now he that... blows up the mom's cover to the dad right yeah yeah good for him it's very brave of him good job cole yep so i think that their little girl had been secretly taping it and that's how you get the footage of it. And she led him right to to it. I think it was it was um, she was grinding up glass or some shit, and that's how she was keeping her sick. Oh my goodness! Or it might have been something. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I just couldn't imagine that this happens out there in the in the it, world. People are like this. It's crazy. Does. Especially now with like GoFundMe pages and stuff, it's probably another like layer of addiction to that. Mm-hmm. And all the attention you can get online through oh, social media. It's... She did puppet shows. Just explain it. I think so. I think I think she like hides it or something like that. Like hides the camera. His dad just straight up watching this um, in the middle of her wake. <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. Some kid brought you a videotape of your dead daughter and was like, she yeah. wanted to tell you something. You yeah, would definitely there you go. Watch it right away. Everybody's standing around watching it. Oh, God. This is so fucked up. This is like way more disturbing to me than the ghosts. Right. This. this is like, terrible. Oh, the humans the are the That's awful. The poison right there. Yep. So like pneumonia or something. Yeah, right? I, don't, I don't know. 
what was it like a floor cleaner? Looks like a, yeah, like a cleaning supply. I don't know why I was thinking glass. Poisoner. <laughs> My uh, closed captioning just said splash. Splash. <laughs> Imagine that shit. <laughs> Yeah, I would be pissed. How did you get... I can't get my kid to eat real food that I lovingly make that is, doesn't have floor cleaner in it. How do, right. you, how do you get a kid to eat floor cleaner? I guess that's how she lets her outside. Bribery? I, I think that's dumb. Like, I'm not saying this on the kid, but I'm just saying the kid should be like, Look, Mom, this tastes like shit, and I'm not going to eat it. That's probably the end of the marriage. Um, yeah. Because she's <laughs> definitely going to jail. She's going to jail, yeah. If he doesn't kill her. Oh, there's that guy. See that guy on the left? Mm-hmm. The uh, African-American gentleman mm-hmm. with the mustache? Mm-hmm. He's on the wire. Oh, he's, really? Um, he's the accountant, like the city accountant. He tells the mayor the bad news that schools are $40 million in debt. Uh, random cameo, then. Yeah. I have no idea what his name is in real life or The Wire. I just know he's the accountant. He was uh, extra in this movie, so. But good for Cole to stand up for yep. Kyra. Yeah. So she could grow up and get naked in films. <laughs> Which I appreciate. <laughs> that must have happened before she got famous in the OC. Because once you get OC money, you probably don't need to get naked in anything. Yeah, probably so. Or if you get OC, well, I mean, the OC was, like, huge. So, like, and she left when it was still a big deal. And so I think that you might get naked to um, get back to that status. Because once you leave oh, a show like goodness. that, then... How was that? <laughs> yeah, you know, Howard Stern is relentless for criticizing people who leave... Their hit shows to try to do something else and it like never works out. Like right, so yeah. like, ride that hit out until make you every yeah. then you make your shitty movies no one yeah. wants to see or yeah. whatever. I mean I like, would I would agree with that. Like every once in a while it works out like for George Clooney, but that's mm-hmm. rare, you know, that you leave yarn. Do you know George Clooney's dad was like the mayor of Cincinnati or no, uh, not the mayor, he was like a news um a newscaster in Cincinnati, like the six o'clock news, like he was like the main man. I did not know that. I knew he was related to Rosemary Clooney in some way. Not sure how. We got to be getting to the point pretty soon where we find out this guy's dead, right? It's only what, 15 I, minutes left. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it's almost at the end. Look at him get to be the lead of the class play. He's helped them. His therapy's helped. Mm-hmm. Good job, that guy. Was he Zelda? Sword, he's Sword in the Stone, man. Oh, King Arthur. Sure. Yeah. Good for him. I wonder if that's on Disney+. Plus. <sighs> I used to love that movie. Disney+, Plus is like my sworn enemy. Can't Why? stand it. Well, first of all, I just don't care for any of that shit that's on there. And then second of all, there's 10,000 movies on it. 
It seems like my daughter only will watch like one a month. Like almost like she's got like a limit. I can only watch one of these movies until I watch it ten thousand times. Then I can watch. Well, kids, that's you know that's what kids do. What's she into right now? Um, Peter Pan. Oh, that's a good one. Because she went on the ride or something at Disney, so and she had never seen it, so she's gonna watch it since we got home. Normally, though, if it's just us, I'll talk her into Karate Kid or Eighteen or wrestling or something. <laughs> she watches that stuff with Tammy mostly. He's so happy finally, like a rare, like good moment for this kid. And now he's gonna lose his friend. Yep. Or Cole. Well, I like to think seeing this turn of events here that maybe, just maybe, you know, Colt does not end up a junkie in the streets. Let's hope so. I mean, one positive experience with a ghost counselor, counselor ghost, surely makes up for all the horrific shit that he's seen. Or maybe he goes into business for himself. Um, as an adult, by using his gift and helping people, that well, I mean, he stepped up big and helped that little girl. Right. You know, what I mean? he stepped up huge there, so he got the courage to do that. And it was a very and positive he, experience. And yeah, next thing you know, he's King Arthur mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. What would you do if you had his gift slash curse? Man, it would be tough. I don't know that I would be able to handle it as well as he did, for yeah, even for such a little boy. Not. I think you would find me, find me in a gutter somewhere. <laughs> I'd probably turn right to the needle. Yep. Yeah. Right. This is a huge scene here too in the car. How did the mom miss the play? What was wrong with her? I think she has had to work. And I think he's alone a lot too, which just doesn't help. She feels bad. She's got time to do her nails all the time, though. (laughs) They're different every single day. Some things are priorities and some are not. Yeah, I guess so. She's someone I should know, right? The mom there? She's in movies and stuff, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in a bunch of stuff. She's really great. I, I really want you to watch Hereditary. I wonder if you'll get through it. I wrote it down here. Mm-hmm. Now he's kind of confessing to her what he sees. One of the ladies in the car accident up the street died. And he knows, and she's and like, how, does, yeah. how does he she's know? She's like, did you see it? Have you noticed the use of red throughout this movie? That was always yeah. one of those Yeah, things. I have noticed that. Uh, his tent in his room was red, her sweater, um, their door is red. Oh, shit. Her nails all the time. Yeah, all kinds of red.
Oh, he finally says ghosts. And she's like, oh shit. Would you believe your daughter if she told you that she saw ghosts? Probably not. I'd, no. I'd have a tough time with it. Yeah. What if she acts the way that this little kid acted? Yeah, it'd be a devastating turn of events because she couldn't be less like this kid at this point in her life. You know what I mean? So it would definitely be a crushing turn of events for her to end up like this. Is this is she Lynn Sear? Is that this lady? Oh, uh, her name's Tony Collette. Oh, okay, Lynn Sear. That's her name in the movie. Mm-hmm. I see. I'm just just curious what else she's in. And she's another one that's been in ten million different freaking things. Yeah. But it's like a fine line, like, is this a mental health issue, or is this legit, you know, how do you handle it? Because a lot of people would not believe it. It'd be a tough one. It'd be a tough one to, to process and to... But maybe for her, maybe it explains a lot, because she does live with the kid, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, so... And he tells her something that her Grandma dead mother, dance, yeah. yeah. I think if somebody tells you something like that, then that would make me a believer for sure. There's no other sure. way that he would know that. Right. And she has a total breakdown. It's a Paul great would, scene. Paul would be like, Dad. Grandma wanted me to tell you. She knew you were masturbating to Sharon Stone in your bedroom all those times. <laughs> and you'll be like, oh, God, my kid sees dead people. She did not think that you liked the basic instincts that much. <laughs> <laughs> did your parents have porn in the house when you were a kid? Um, well, I was raised by a single mom. Um, okay, so did your mom have porn? No. No. See, so my, my mom and dad had two VHS pornos that were hidden in their closet. Mm -hmm. And I found them one time snooping around for Christmas gifts. Mm -hmm. So then I would watch the pornos a lot. Mm -hmm. And I was obsessed then with returning them exactly the Mm -hmm. same way. Yeah. You know, so like I would rewind it to exactly the same part and put it in the case, the the way so that the, you know, the label part was facing out or facing in, whatever it was, and put it back in the spot and cover yeah. it the right way. And cl- yeah. yeah, I was obsessive for details with that. Well, you got to be, There's, right? When you're yeah, because yeah, you didn't want to get busted. Yeah. Yeah. How old were you? Um, high school age, like around that time. Okay, so they definitely would have known it. Well, you had two brothers, too, but... Yeah, but let's see. So when I was a senior, Anthony was still only... Six or seven, so it'd be tough to pin it on him. Mm, yeah, true. Maybe the other brother. Okay, so is this when we find out that he's dead? I think it's close to here, yeah. She's wearing a red scarf yep. type. Yeah, you're right. She, I I that, oh. she was wearing a red dress in the um, restaurant, I do believe. It's like that movie with the roses. Was that American Beauty? Oh, yeah. roses. oh, I love that. I mean, I know you're not allowed to love 
Kevin Spacey movies anymore, but um, I love that movie. I was obsessed yeah. with that movie. I still love it. Yeah, it is. So that guy's a scumbag. So what? Yeah, it's it's really fucking good. Yeah. See, it's also kind of weird too. She just like talking out loud to herself, you know. Well, she's dreaming, right? Yeah. Speaking in a dream. Yeah. Oh, his ring. Mm. I don't wear my ring. Why not? I just can't wear. I don't wear any jewelry. Like I'm not a ring guy, you know. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't get used to it, and. I've just never worn it. So, I have always flirted with the idea of getting a tattoo. That's oh. something that Howard Stern did. He's mm-hmm. got a, a like a B tattoos. His wife's name is Beth. Mm-hmm. I don't have any tattoos, but I would do that. It's just a matter of doing it. You should. Yeah. Tattoos are addictive, though. Yeah, but I just don't have any good place to put a tattoo. Okay, he's figuring it out right yeah, now that he he's dead. Yeah. And I'm just oh, no. 19 year old me in the movie theater is like, oh shit. <laughs> You've got to be kidding. Being blown. Yeah. Wow, this is a red doorknob. Yep. I'm seeing everything red like you are yep. now. Good, good eye. freaking out and it's like what happens to ghosts once they realize that they're ghosts like do they pass well, it's on cold, right yeah. it's cold because he's there yep. is that like yeah what you were talking yep. about because he's freaking out you know he's not just hanging out like he was previously he's actually right. having a huge deal that bed is really tiny yeah what size bed you got you got a king or a queen I have a queen size. I need yeah, to upgrade. Have... King just wouldn't fit good in that room. We I'm surprised he couldn't. I'm surprised he couldn't survive that gunshot. To be honest. Also, yeah. He must have just hit an organ or so. Yeah, it looks like yeah, he's bleeding just, up his back. Yeah. It blew out the back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. Plus, she's freaking out and not calling 911. Oh, God. What kind of feedback do you get for those podcasts? Like, do people watch these films or do they listen while they watch? Like, what do they people do normally when they... What do people tell you? Do they watch along with the movie or do they just listen to it as, like, a podcast or... I think it's kind of... Half and half. Um, half and half. This one is the one I get most requests to be on. Like people that I don't even know, like I've never spoken to before. Have oh, asked. They, they reach out and say they want to do a movie with you. Yeah. How um, many shows do you do now? Like what? What's your lineup? Oh my god! Of all of the shows. Yeah, how many shows you have? That many? You can't even name them. Oh, my, there's a lot because just yeah. with my feed, I'm on every show on my feed except for one. Sure. So, that's like four or five, and then wrestling shows is like four, um, and then... What did you think about Justin starting his own feed? Did he come to you for advice on that? Oh, no. I mean, 
if anything, you know, I learned what I know about running a feed from him. So, um, no, I mean, there wasn't any. He went to Peter. I, I was busting his balls because he asked Peter for advice and not me, so I was pissed. What? But uh, I said he gave up a lot. I probably wouldn't have done it if I was him. I just did my ground a little bit more, I think. I told him it was like he opened a store mm-hmm. and then a strip mall built around his store. Mm-hmm. And then he left and put the store on a farm out in the boondock somewhere again. Right. You know what I mean? And let yeah. the strip mall stay. But... I hope it does well for him. I, I'm, I've been plugging it on my show. No, it's a great feed. Um, I have a show on that feed too, but um, you know, oh yeah, some, you guys do the ECW show yeah, over there, right? Yeah. Um, there's a lot that goes on, like a lot of politics and all this wrestling podcasting well, stuff. Well, it's a lot huh? of work too because yeah, you know, you have to keep a schedule. You have to like post everything, social everything, and keep everybody going and you know it's a lot of work and he was the only one doing it for a real long time so um and i told him like i understand that there's a political aspect to it and look i just hope it works out for him because he really he's the, he's the only person i know like so in this like place to be nation world i know him mm-hmm. i know peter obviously mm-hmm. and then we talk a little bit mm-hmm. and Calvin, that's it. You're you're the first person to ever ask me to be on a show besides the the flagship. Really? No one's ever asked me. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, and I've been doing a podcast for since 2011. Yeah, Pretty successful I mean, one. I mean, yeah. Sports Illustrated named it one of the best sports podcasts. Like randomly, you know, one day I was shopping for Christmas presents and my phone is just blowing up. And people are like, yo, Sports Illustrated said you guys were one of the best sports podcasts. And I was like, what? Holy shit, that's awesome. Yeah. But, yeah, so thank you for asking me. Well, like you're I said, welcome. Thank yeah, you for just, I, was, I wish I brought notes, but you told me not to bring notes. No, so no, still, this is better. Like, you know, you. I'd rather you know get to know you more than just, like, you know, bullshit about the movie. That's kind of like the sneaky kind way that I get to know yeah, people yeah. is by doing this. Um. Well, I mean, since we're here, we finished the movie. What do you think? Yeah. No, I enjoyed it. Like I, it's not the most rewatchable film in the right. sense that it's just so dark and mm-hmm. sad. And like, I don't think like next Friday I'm gonna think like, wow, I should watch The Sixth Sense again. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I remember I liked it in 1999, and I liked it today. I think it's a good movie, and you know. I think I, it, yeah, I enjoyed watching it. It's not super just, rewatchable, like you said, but it holds up. You know? Yeah, no, I didn't feel like it was old or dated or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. It, it, it's a strong piece of work for M. Night. You know, like I, I feel like he can say, I made this movie, and no matter what people say about his other work, I think you have to respect this movie. I think it's really well done. I agree with that. Yeah, he I'm glad. Have this and, his, and feather in his cap. Right. Yeah. No matter what you want to say about any of the other, because like I say, I hear bad things about them. Um, but you know, we live in a time where people will say bad things about The Sopranos, you know, or whatever. Like <laughs> otherwise, universally praised endeavors. You know, there's still people who will find a reason not to like it. So, but I hear it a lot about his films. I I did really like this and. 
I'm glad we watched it. I don't know it's a horror movie per se. I asked you if it would count, but... Oh, well, you know, the the term horror is very loose on this um, but loose, podcast. Like, it's not chainsaws and teenagers, yeah. you know, hiding in the... Yeah, I mean, There's we no do that here, too. But... Or... <laughs> I do wish... Yeah, I wish maybe I would have known of one where I could have said, you know, let's watch this one, and it's got hot teenagers who end up naked and they, you know, get killed. You know what I'm, you know that film I'm talking about. All right. Well, I will pick one of those type movies for the next time. That you? sounds good. And yeah, make you watch it. Good. How how are you with gore and blood? Oh, that doesn't bother me at all. It's a movie. Okay. All right. Good. I'm one of those, it's a movie. To me it's makeup. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's fake. Now if you're walking down the street and the guy across the street got shot and his stomach was pouring out, I might feel differently, but mm. You know, when I'm watching a movie, I'm very capable of just accepting that it's a movie. I don't okay. get it. I'll, I'll get a real gory one for us then. Yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah. Do you want to plug your um, Sports <laughs> Illustrated? Um... <laughs> I'm an asshole for saying that. I don't yeah, know why you I said that. But, uh, yeah, the show is called The Sportscasters. Um, so this week I had on Scotty Bowman. I don't know if you know who that is, but basically the greatest hockey coach of all time. He's an 86-year-old man. He's won 14 Stanley Cups in his career. He's a legend. I have no idea how he ended up on my silly podcast, but he did. <laughs> and I interviewed this guy named Aaron Perino, who I guess you could say he's a rock star. He, he's the singer and songwriter in a band called the Sheila Divine. Oh, yeah. Who, and they're, they're, I picked their songs for our playlist once in a while. Mm-hmm. But um, they're famous literally in three places, Buffalo, Boston, and Belgium. They call it the, they call it the three Bs. <laughs> And um, I reached out to the singer, and we hooked it up, and he told his story, like, why they're popular in those three places and why he thinks they didn't become popular in other places. And so I'm doing a lot in this current situation, like, with everything locked down. People are about, you know, and I'm just reaching out to whoever and getting stuff. But you can – it's just at sports underscore casters on Twitter, probably the best way to find out about what's going on. And it's like anything else. You can find it anywhere where you found this podcast, but – and then I do another podcast, a side project called the Adams Division Podcast with Peter Winson. And we actually have a new episode out right now. I don't know when you're posting this, but as we're talking, uh, it's up on his feed. And I think it's going up on the Place to Be Nation feed maybe tomorrow. Um, and what what we did is we took WrestleMania 1 through 14 and we made a card where you couldn't duplicate a wrestler and you couldn't duplicate a title. And you had to come up with 10 matches. And you could only have one per mania how difficult was that it was really hard especially since like there were two matches i wrote in sharpie so like right away when i started i said i'm having steamboat versus savage from wrestlemania 3 and i'm having bret hart versus austin from 13 Mm -hmm. so those are my two favorite matches of all time so i'm like i'm not leaving those off Mm -hmm. but like right away bret hart's gone stone cold's gone Mm -hmm. savage is gone the intercontinental title's gone steamboat's gone you know so it was hard to this was the first one in, I think, it. what do we say? It was the seventh? Seventh, or, uh, yes. Yeah. This was the first one that was Peter's idea. So <laughs> the other six, it was my topic. Um, or it was just a topic that it made sense, that, like, just kind of the evolution of the show. We started it with the, when Place to Be Nation did the uh, Top 100 Wrestlers list. Mm-hmm. And the very first one we did was just going over my list because Peter didn't make one. 
So we let him second guess my list and talk about it. And then I think the next one we did was we ranked WrestleMania 1 to 14. And then we say we like do them quarterly. So then like by the next time it was time to do one, it was like Royal Rumble. So like, oh, let's do a Royal Rumble one. But generally speaking, this is the first time Peter decided what we were going to do. And um, he picked a uh, this crazy, complicated figure out how to make this card or whatever. So that it was fun brand. to do. That's on brand for him. Yeah, right. Overthinking so. something, making it harder than it should be. But if you follow his Twitter at GF Allentown Pod, or again, mine at sports underscore casters pod, you'll sure, I'm sure you'll find a link to that. Like I said, it runs on the Place to Be Nation Wrestling feed, which I'm sure a lot of your listeners are familiar with. Mm-hmm. And then it also runs on his Greetings from Allentown feed. Um, so you can find that too. But that's basically what I do. But my my main show, like I said, I've been doing it since 2011. I think I'm over 300 episodes or so. Oh, shit. And um, there's a good one right now. If you want to hear from an 86-year-old man who won 14 Stanley Cups or from a rock star who's famous in Buffalo, Belgium, and Boston. It's the place for you. I really like the the uh, ends of the spectrum he got on those guests. Right. Well, it's supposed to be a sports podcast, but in the end, I just talk to whoever I feel whoever, like it. Yeah, that's yeah. good. So. All right. Uh, as for me. All right, Jane. Um, Thank you. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, just at Jenny Position on Twitter. Um, the Facebook page is the Jenny Position. You can leave a review. Oh, I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Is there a Jenny position? Like, is that is that name because you have a position that is, like, your trademark? Um, well, um, for some odd reason, when I got into wrestling um, and I would watch some of the old stuff, and then I would hear this term, like, the gr- gorilla position. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so that was sort of the... Um, Oh, I was thinking something totally different. Right, and that's kind of why <laughs> I chose it because it does sound like that too. So it's like it sounds like one reason, but the other reason is like really nerdy. Right, a double entendre, yes, right? Is that exactly. what that's called? So yeah. yeah, I'm sneaky like that. So gotcha. Um, I thought I, maybe you had like a trademark position. Well, like my yeah. wife has the play dad position trademarked. So I thought maybe you had. Well, no, it's just a joke. I'm trying to make. <laughs> I was gonna fun. say. <laughs> yeah, I was just making fun of myself. <laughs> no, uh, I just wasn't sure if you had one like that was. Well, I mean, neither confirm or deny. Yeah, leg over your head with a finger in the butt. <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead. I interrupted your plug. <laughs> it's the Sharon Stone. Um, yes, the Sharon Stone. Leg cutter. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Anyway, just check out everything on the on the feed and. Um, if you want my wrestling stuff, it's at Place Manager Wrestling. Um, that's it. Thanks so much. 